If you have a family relying on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. That's where Policy Genius comes in. In minutes, Policy Genius could save you 50% or more simply by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. To save on life insurance and get protection for you and your family, head to policygenius.com today. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. On this episode, we're going to talk about reparations, some movies, and um, maybe some NBA draft. <laughs> Probably not, maybe just... Maybe just mention who's the first pick and that's it. But, um, I, and whatever else that comes to my mind, uh, we actually have some exciting news that we'll talk about later on involving Trend Chat as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this next episode of Trend Chat. highways of america here's the podcast where we talk politics a little entertainment some culture and this and that from the road to your ears this is trend chat with your host brian bledsoe and from the illustrious studios here in west memphis arkansas this is another episode of trend chat i am your host brian bledsoe and if you want to connect with us whether on facebook instagram twitter or snapchat is all the same name at trend chat 24 7 we're available on google podcast apple podcast iHeartRadio, spotify and other popular podcast outlets and and if you don't see us on there you can always Go to trendchat247.com. All right. Now, like I said, we're, it's, it's funny because I, I honestly have been fighting not to talk about the whole reparations that has been going on because, um, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know why we're still having this conversation. And, but, Democrats are in control of the House, so obviously this is something that's going to come up, especially with a election year coming up next year, 2020. So yeah, we're yeah we're gonna start with this and 
And yeah, so I'll talk a little bit about that. And like I said, we'll have some other other topics as well. And I guess let me get this out of the way. And I don't know when you're listening to this in the morning or whatnot, maybe haven't listened to sports radio and probably don't care. So I'm just going to just mention the um, NBA draft was tonight. It's a, we are recording on a Thursday of the draft and um, Zion Williamson from Duke was um, the first pick. Well, I guess it's just his spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, well, uh, well, anyway, I'm not going to, that's, I'm just going to mention who the first pick and I just did. So I hope I didn't spoil it for, for you. I really hope I didn't. I, I, I really meant to say spoiler alert, but I, anyway, but yeah, so he's going to, well, I haven't said who, so <laughs> maybe you don't know that. So yeah, spoiler alert. Okay. Now <laughs> you know that Zion, Zion Wilson is the first pick for the new Orleans Pelicans. Now, there you go. <laughs> so I guess I should tell you a couple of seconds to not listen as well. I'm, I'm doing horrible as far as trying to do the whole spoiler alert for, for this, but eh, you know, I, <laughs> if, um, I don't even know that the draft was going on. I think, I don't know, came across something today and it, said that it was tonight so and i just saw it come across my phone but you know either way i don't think anybody listening here maybe don't care too much or probably already knows so <laughs> but um like i said we're here in west memphis arkansas and i mentioned on uh, social media uh yesterday that i <laughs> i've been driving all around arkansas like all f- four corners i mean if you know the geography of how of the state of arkansas but um i've been yeah i've been up and down all over the past couple of days and um i joked on on facebook make it seem like i'm doing uh preliminary work for sarah huckabee sanders future gubernatorial run or something (laughs) the way i've been driving around arkansas so much (laughs) but um which you know as i said on facebook to be clear i'm not <laughs> i'm just just doing a bunch of you know deliveries all over arkansas for some reason and you know walmart obviously <laughs> a lot of it's walmart going walmart here and there and all that but <laughs> but yeah so speaking of the um of uh, that rally because um only reason i even <laughs> even mentioned about Sarah, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, and you know the and gubernatorial run and all that because um, President brought it up during his um speech for his re <laughs> the relaunch to officially announce that he's running, <laughs> but in twenty twenty. So, and um, I tell you one thing, just by going by that one rally, like I said one thing, the um, the enthusiasm is still strong to have tens of thousands of people to come to to a rally and not only that to be basically what camped outside (laughs) waiting to get in to get in inside for what a couple of days 
before the rally started. So yeah, that yeah, it, it's still strong, and so we'll see how how's it going to translate throughout next year, and and I, I don't see what's going to stop it. And on top of that, the fundraising uh, that came out saying that they uh, the campaign raised over twenty four million. Wow, I mean, <laughs> I mean. That's basically a million an hour. <laughs> and that just blew out the water all the other Democrat candidates, that, <laughs> their records on the first day hall of um, when they announced that they were entering the race. So that's a great start <laughs> for the president. And I know another thing I've been seeing on um, various pages that i follow <laughs> and i was um they were showing a clip of when uh, the president was speaking and uh he, i guess he was mentioning about the fake news media and all that and a, a chant of cnn sucks started <laughs> and uh I, I think a number of you know outlets posted that they um cnn cut away when they started saying CNN sucks and all that. And I saw the clip and yeah, okay. They they did. And I mean, me personally, if I was CNN, I would do it too. <laughs> I mean, if someone's out there saying that, you know, saying I suck or whatever, I'm like, okay, I, I really don't want to, you know, keep playing this anymore <laughs> and move on to something else or at least wait. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Did they do it? I saw it. Yeah, they did cut away. Do I blame them? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't blame them. I would probably do the same thing. <laughs> so, um, but, but it was just funny, you know, <laughs> to see. But, um, Either way, that now we're, I guess, officially, you know, in the 2020 race. I mean, because you got the Democrat debate coming up in uh, what next week, and yeah, I mean, whew, I mean, how how many candidates we at right now? About what 200, 450, <laughs> something like. I mean. I'm I'm surprised we have heard no more people um, announce they're running. Maybe they are. They just we don't know about them yet. I mean, cause right now they got twenty that's going to be on uh, on both nights, and even some of the ones I already have announced didn't even make the cut. So we'll see. And it's funny because it kind of goes into I guess what I'm going to talk about. Um, later on is with the whole reparations because I'm pretty sure that's going to come up in their debates. They're going to make that a question and and <laughs> yeah, so I can I can only imagine when that question comes up and all those candidates are going to, you may have one or two that just may outright say look, we don't, we shouldn't um, be for reparations but for the most part I'm pretty sure a lot of them are going to be out there One's going to say, well, we should give black people 50 billion. Then another one said, we should give them a hundred billion. Then another one said, we should give them five quadrillion or something like that. I mean, they're just going to up the stakes. And so like, we should just give them money indefinitely. 
Yep. Just just hand them money anytime they want it. That's that's that might be Joe Biden's answer, especially given the fact that how he talking about one to if he gets elected, he's going to cure cancer. So so he might take that chance and just say, hey, well, you know, hey, maybe we should just give them money until the end of time. <laughs> so but uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll talk a little bit more about that later on. But um, before we get any further just uh want to want to say also just want to say thank you for listening whoever you are and what time you're listening just thank you for listening and again just like share subscribe and we're constantly growing and kind of going into um what i wanted to mention now is that you know we have some exciting um new opportunities coming up for trend chat and I can't talk, can't talk about any of it. <laughs> um, yeah, none of it really. And we'll, I mean, as soon as we find out, as soon as everything is confirmed and everything, then we'll definitely mention it. But right now we're just kind of working behind the scenes right now. And yeah, it's, it's going to be a busy couple of months in a way for for us here at trend chat so i guess one thing i can mention is that uh we have extended the podcast so what you're hearing right now we um i don't know if you if you've been listening to the past you know ever since the first of the year actually we've been talking about um wondering if we're going to continue on with the podcast or and how long we had you know we was running low on time as far as uh, audio storage and being able to uh, record and and all that and so we were coming up we knew that around this time about you know middle of the year we were gonna have to make a decision whether we we're gonna going to continue or going to extend um, for whatever amount of time and we have made that decision this week and have decided to extend trend chat for at least a year and a half yeah <laughs> yeah okay, uh, yep, yep so um yeah so as of right now we're going to be extending trend, trend chat until january of 2021 that's that's where we're looking at right now now given what happens between here and then who knows i mean something big pops off or whatever and other stuff that is that we have coming up that we're working on if that you know blows <laughs> blows up and where we can just go on indefinitely <laughs> then you know that'd be great and we'll do that but as of right now that's that is the plan and so we're just going to stick with that until something changes that so <laughs> So, first off, just you know, one thanks for you know for everyone listening because that played a part in us extending um, for a, a little bit longer. So, so like I said, just uh, yeah, appreciate everyone listening and and again, like, share, and subscribe. You know, have other people come aboard and hope you liking what you're hearing so far. And and so. With that being said, let's move on. Let's hear a word from our friends 
politics. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at politichicks.com and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Politics and other stuff, maybe. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. So, um, now, I know I mentioned this uh, a couple episodes ago, and I didn't really talk much about it, but it really has been something something that's kind of been stuck in my mind. And so, like I said, this is a kind of an old story a little bit. I mean, old meaning a couple of weeks old. So, in, um, when it comes to, like, news, that's basically last year. Uh, to talk about something a couple of weeks ago but it's still something that really is stuck in my mind and before i get into that i just want to thank odgapparel.com for being a partner with us here on trend chat and you know we um we're great you know we're grateful to have them on and they make great stylish Christian gear, hats, um, shirts, mugs, socks. Actually, I have a pair of socks <laughs> that says, um, God is not my co-pilot. So it goes along with my shirt that says the same thing, which, um, uh, like I said, uh, I think I don't know what last episode or before, but, um, that shirt can, <laughs> it, it grabs the attention of, whether you're a believer or not, because if they're, I guess if they're a atheist or agnostic and they, they would read that shirt, they may think that you're an atheist or agnostic because it kind of seems like you're, it doesn't, it doesn't scream that, you know, Hey, that's a Christian shirt. It can kind of go either way. It can, seem like it's in defiance by saying God is not my co-pilot or the actual meaning of the shirt is to say that God is not my co-pilot. He is the pilot. He is sovereign overall. So, but yeah, so I have uh, a pair of socks that said the same thing, which the only time you see them if I'm wearing shorts. So, and anybody knows me, I don't wear shorts a lot. So, <laughs> but on the scant time, I do wear shorts. I, try to put those on i had those on in las vegas so and they have a nice little floral pattern on them and everything so but yeah that being said they have shirts socks hats mugs so yeah thanks to odgapparel.com and if you go to odgapparel.com and put in the code trendchat10 you get 10 percent off of your purchase so again Thanks to ODG Apparel for partnering up with us. And yeah, so, and the 
main reason I definitely want to to mention this is um it's the the one thing that's kind of been you know I, I've really been thinking about lately is um, that story that came out about David Platt the pastor who had the audacity apparently uh, to his congregation at least to pray for the president so you know President Trump came to his church and asked for him to pray for him and he did and it was a story because a number of his congregation (laughs) had a problem with that and I know I mentioned back then um, I, I really don't understand where they're coming from because even if you think President Trump is the enemy, right? Even if they think that, you're still supposed to pray for him. So I don't know what was the problem with praying for the president. So, and it's just, like I said, just some, something that's really been stuck in my mind about that because I just can't it's it's shameful to to have self-professing christians to to have that attitude i mean even going back to when obama was president had no problem praying for the president i mean i've definitely prayed for his well-being as a person you know the well-being of his family himself don't wish ill upon anybody, regardless of how I, you know, we disagree on these issues. Now, I will say that, but I was also will pray for that anything that is against his word, anything that is against God's word that the president is advocating for, I pray that it fails. I, I will pray that too. So I could separate the two. You know, I could wish well for him as a person. You know, I, I pray for his salvation or pray that he will continue, you know, that his eyes will be open. I, I can pray all of these things and and well-meaning as well. But on, on the same page, I would also say I will pray that if he any policy that he is advocating for that is against his word, you know, whether it's something like, you know, killing the unborn in the womb, something like that. If he's advocating, if he's pushing for some sort of policy um, that would kill the unborn, I pray that that fails. I would do that as well. So when I that's why I was thinking about as far as this whole praying for the president and like. Okay, now everything I just said now, maybe that's what the congregation wanted him to do for the president, you know, why he was standing there. Maybe that's what they wanted. I think I mentioned before, I think they probably wanted him to do some uh, imprecatory prayers like um, Psalm 109. They wanted, (laughs) wanted him to pray that right there in front of them, I guess. That's what they wanted. Because apparently, I'm guessing some of these people in his congregation and others as well. There's plenty of others out there who, um, uh, other Christians who 
think Trump is the enemy as much as I would just say as much as I would think Obama was the enemy. I don't, I, would, I didn't think he was antichrist, <laughs> but I did think he was, a, he was someone that was hindering, um, whatever the good that could be done for the people. And so if they thought that, and like I said, kind of just, I'm just going back to what I'm saying. What I said at the beginning is that I, I didn't understand their logic. And look, um, I, I, I mean, hopefully I would have gotten the chance to hear what was their reasoning behind, behind that. But I kind of feel like in the Christian community, in the evangelical community that, um, Donald Trump has really like drove some people insane <laughs> to me. It kind of, it feels that way that for the, the same group of people who, who really didn't like president Obama and, and, you know, and still had no problem praying for him, even though they totally disagreed with his policies. Yet when it came to Donald Trump, they just totally lost their mind, even though, look, I'm pretty sure we're not going to agree on every single thing with the president, but I'm, I'm almost pretty sure there's something <laughs> with um that they can agree on more so than they did with Obama, at least that much. So if they can agree enough to pray and be cordial with someone like Obama that they didn't have any agreement with, I don't know why we're getting so bent out of shape over, over someone that we at the very least probably, I, I would say half. I mean, that's on a low bar, I'm guessing. I don't know. Maybe some probably don't agree with him at all. Maybe they're the socialists that agree with Obama. It, in that case, then I, if they, if they feel that way, then okay, they're socialists and that's a whole nother story. And, and, and honestly, I'll just say they're a bunch of heretics, but, that being said, I don't know. That was just something I wanted to get off my chest because I really didn't get a chance to. I think it was one of those short. It, I had like a two minutes, and I remember <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to to mention anything about that, um, except for like the two seconds I think I had to talk about it. But I, yeah, I I had to get that off my chest because that's just been like stuck in my head. But anyway. Um, enough about that. Matter of fact, we're not even going to go into another <laughs> another break because I want to get into this because it's not going to take long. <laughs> so, um, Avengers, right? Like I said, we're, we're not cutting. We're going straight into this. <laughs> Avengers Endgame is still in theaters, if you didn't know. <laughs> and right now, it is like right at 2.7 billion dollars worldwide right and it's sitting number two behind avatar still <laughs> after all this time it is like but it's close it's like 40 million i think like 40 yeah 40 million away from catching avatar to be the number one um highest grossing movie of all time worldwide so what they <laughs> so Marvel decided to um 
to announce this week that they're going to re-release Avengers Endgame. Now, did you hear what I said a minute ago? I said that well, <laughs> Endgame is still in theaters, but they're going to... Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Re-release it. Okay, so my first thought was how can you re-release something that's that's currently still in the movies? But but the reason why they said it's a re-release is because they're adding bonus content. They're said they're going to add a deleted scene, a, a, a tribute, and some other surprises. And, um, and all of this is going to be at the end credits. So it'll be the same movie throughout, but then you have to stick around to the very end. And that, those some long credits. And so you have to stick all the way, all the way to the end to see all the other bonus content. And I just saw before we got on that. So, um, the original runtime for Avengers Endgame was three hours and two minutes, if I'm not mistaken. And now with the bonus content, it is three hours and eight minutes. Okay. Extra six minutes. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, and I don't know if you're saying to yourself, but are you saying, Brian, are you going to go back and watch Avengers again, even with just an extra six minutes? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> so, and oh, if you're also asking, hey, Brian, how many times have you watched Avengers Endgame already? I have watched it five times already. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I'm I'm that guy. I am going to. And yes, I'm going to watch it again next week when it comes out with the bonus content. Yes, that's right. That's that's me. I'm that guy. This is Trend Chat. Check it out. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. What's going on, folks? This is Colin Noir, and you're listening to Trend Chat. So, um, so yeah, yeah, again, yeah, I, I will be watching Avengers again. <laughs> and, um, 
looking forward to watching Spider-Man the next week after that. So that's also another, another reason why <laughs> why I'm wanting to watch it again. No, that's not. No, I'm lying. I don't know why I'm saying that. I would have watched it even this even if Spider-Man wasn't coming coming out. I still would have went and watched it again. So anyway, but um, <clears throat> all right, yeah, okay. Like I said, Democrats are in control of the House, and so obviously that means yes, we're going to talk about reparations because they can. They have control of the House, and they're going to bring up you know all sorts of issues that they think are worth you know worth a hearing and then in their minds they think that that this is and so they had hearings on um for on reparations and and so you had a a number of actually um had both sides of the argument uh, come forward to talk about reparations. You had uh, a previous guest, Burgess Owens, who he talked about, um, you know, against reparations, and and that clip has been out on uh, Blaze TV and uh, all over now. Um, that really caught the attention of uh, a lot of people, especially on the um, conservative outlets. And I know there was a and obviously you had on the other side, you had plenty of people speaking for reparations and, and they've run down the list of all sorts of, you know, professors and all the intellectual elites and, yeah, and on the other side as well. But, um, I know first thing, and if you, if you're not noticing, <laughs> The kind of bit of the hesitation, why I, I, like I said in the beginning, I didn't even want to bring this up and I just tried my best in a way to just like, okay, I'm just going to let it just pass over. I'm not even going to talk about it because I honestly, I don't, it just, I don't get why we even are going down this path again. I mean, again, I understand why, because Democrats in control of the house and that's why they, and this is a, a nice issue. And it's also something that's always been brought up time and time again. And so it, it's not surprising that we're having this um, discussion, but I know as soon as the issue of reparations come up, you know, the first argument comes, you know, says that, well, well, none of us were slaves. So, you know, why should we get reparations? I mean, and that, and I agree with that. But the thing about it, as soon as you say that, someone who is for reparations, you know, a proponent will say, well, it's not about that. You know, they'll say that, you know, because our ancestors were slaves, you know, that means they were devoid of building, you know, familiar wealth. For hundreds of years so therefore because we weren't able to build wealth through our you know through the, our families to be passed down from generation to generation for hundreds of years then that's why we as african-americans have been held back and that's what you know that's why we need reparations now to somewhat even the playing field so that tends to be the counter argument whenever someone mentions that <laughs> that because we're 
we presently us none of us were slaves so why are we asking for reparations so and um even with that argument this whole debate honestly would make more sense if we were talking about if slavery slavery was over if you know a couple of years after slavery so if maybe two or three, five years or even 10 years or something after slavery. Okay. You might have more of a point because mainly because you would still have people who are actually slaves still living for one, but that's not the case because we have been, this has been a, a long time since slavery ended. I mean, for one, you know, just had Juneteenth that just just passed, you know, on June 19th. And but I mean, we're talking about a long period of time since slavery has ended. And we've had many years, many, many years to have to build our own wealth from the time slavery ended. And all, even from the Jim Crow laws as well. We've had a lot of time to build wealth and it's not like we're all poor for right now either if i'm not mistaken we were we were celebrating jay-z being a billionaire past you know a couple weeks ago and you had other people other black people who are wealthy oprah and others that you may not even know who are running businesses and, and everything else so it's not like you got all these black people who are poor and just are in such need for reparations or for money because we can't generate wealth. Apparently that's not the case. I mean, like I said, we're having numerous examples. I just mentioned the NBA draft, like Zion or Zion Williamson. He's about to be a millionaire. So, I mean, this happens Every year in the NBA and in NFL and take your pick of whatever sport and you have Cardi B and all these other music and yeah. So people are generating wealth every day, but yet we still keep coming back to this whole issue about reparations. So, but unfortunately we you know, we as a black community, have been, you know, stuck on trying to, if not to get the massive payout by getting outright reparations. I think a lot of the mindset behind supporting all these social programs, whether it's through welfare or just any other social program, I think as the black community tends to want to always be in favor for anything like that because it is a form of reparations that we supposed to be getting because a lot of people in the black community has this feeling that we are old. It's obvious because we are, it's a very popular um, idea about reparations. So whenever you have anything that takes something from the government that gives that gives straight to the black community or in some way 
shape or form, whether it's through welfare or whatever, like I mentioned before, I think we tend to jump on it because a lot of people think that, well, if we can't get outright reparations, let's, um, let's get something from, you know, from the man. Cause like I said, a lot of people tend to think that we're owed something. And so they'll just take whatever they can get from whatever, like I said, whatever this, whatever program that comes through the government that is either taking something or giving, giving money away in a way. So, and, and because of that, and because we keep having this mindset over all these years, keep having this mindset of keep trying to get something from the government. It's really had done a disservice to the black community because we just keep waiting on trying to get those reparations instead of trying to work on building our own wealth now and stop trying to wait for that. Whether it's a, a, a little handout or the big handout of reparations that being said, as I mentioned before, Democrats are in control of the House and also we're coming up on an election year. So I'm pretty sure this is probably going to continue. You're going to have a lot of these candidates for for president are probably going to run on something like this. And a lot of people may want to scoff at this, thinking that it's not going to... <laughs> It's not going to bring people to the to the polls. Maybe not, but I can imagine having someone who is champion for reparations for the black community. And especially if we're talking about someone like a Kamala Harris or a Cory Booker. I mean, I know they're very low on the polls now, but you never know. Joe Biden might say something stupid tomorrow and that may he might fondle the wrong person. And the next thing you know, he's out of the race. So next thing you know maybe one of them get up there and there and they'll be talking about we're, we're gonna give we're gonna do it this time for real and if oh if one of them actually wins and then also with the house and Seth Vincent, if the of if the, the if the sky falls and everything turns over Democrat to be in Democrat control, that very well could be on the table. I mean, because we're going down the path of, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and where we're like pushing towards socialism and where it's being accepted. So, yeah, I'm not the I'm not the one thinking like this is never going to happen. So one. Um, they can't win because <laughs> if if they win, that's that's right right there. Even if Seffens, if one of the one of those candidates actually win, and then let's say you only have a Democrat controlled House, but still have a Republican controlled Senate. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too confident in those Republicans. A lot of them, <laughs> at least. Um. I mean, I, I've mentioned a number of times in the past couple of years that a lot of these Republicans are pretty skittish. <laughs> and so if you have all that pressure coming from the Democrats from the House and then if it was the Democrat in the White House and all that, yeah, I could see someone folding. 
I can easily see that happening. So, yeah. And, and that just, uh, yeah, it's, it will be, it will be the beginning of a, of a lot of pretty, um, pretty bad policy. And, and yeah, so maybe we should, um, people out there, conservatives, maybe you should, um, maybe, uh, get involved. <laughs> maybe you should, no, don't be complacent, please. Um, this is not the time for complacency at all. So, but that's all, um, that's all, that's all I really had on that and actually a little bit more than I thought, <laughs> But, um, you know, one thing I think I want to mention also to say, um, when I mentioned that we were being extended, it also meant the time. <laughs> so we actually have another segment right after this. And so that may go a little bit longer than we normally have, because normally we always get cut off at the 45 minute uh, mark, which it's funny because I'm like, when I first started trend chat, I never thought I'm like, okay, four to five minutes. That's plenty enough time. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, what else could I really talk about for like 10 minutes, let alone 45. And so now here we are like 43 minutes. So, <laughs> and so, but yeah, so, but we're going to get back and, but we're not going to go that much longer. We're just going to go a little bit over Cause I, I honestly kind of want to know how this feels to go over 45 minutes. I don't know. So, <laughs> so before, um, we get any further i guess uh i just see now because of the extra time i actually have other things to play so anyway here we go hello trend chat listeners if you like the founding projects civics education video series civics for all ages and our educational meme series we think you will love our new website join us at thefoundingproject.com and be a part of the civics movement. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Please join us today. This is Trend Chat. All right. I mean, honestly, I just wanted to stick around to get past the forty-five minute mark because I, I've never gotten past this point because normally it just cuts off <laughs> because that was the that was the deal. So I had only forty-five minutes, but now after forty, you know, we to be honest with you, we actually have three hours <laughs> every day now. That's mind-boggling, and I'm going to tell you right now, we're probably going to never do a three-hour show. <laughs> Just to be honest with you. I mean, I can't imagine doing a three-hour show. I know Ben Shapiro's doing three-hour shows. I think it looks like, well, he's doing like four-hour shows now, but I mean, I can't imagine doing a three-hour show. Even Honestly, I I take that back. I, I can't imagine doing a three-hour show. But then again, I honestly don't, don't think I can do a three-hour show and think that people want to listen to this for three hours. <laughs> 
let alone four to five, let alone 10, let alone five. But hey, I digress. If you're here, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. So, but, oh, we passed four to five minutes. I ain't, I just noticed that. So, <laughs> wow, it's four to five minutes and 30 seconds. So, yeah. How, oh, okay. So, I, I honestly should just, just end it now, but I did have one other thing and now I actually have some some time i'm going to use it for like five minutes and um it kind of it's talking about the whole of what's going on with all these big tech companies facebook google um instagram which is also facebook and twitter and, and yeah all those and because right now we're seeing a big push for regulation and because of all the censorship that's been going on by Facebook and, and Google and all that and YouTube and everything. And so all I just want, I just want to say this is that I am not for regulation. I mean, I think there's like some bills, even by Republican members that are talking about regulating, um, you know, these big tech companies. No, I'm not for that. <laughs> I am not for that at all. Now what I am in, in favor of, is amending what is called the what section two two thirty section two thirty of the Communications Decency Act. Now I had to look that up right quick. But, um, I am for amending that, and I'm I'm for amending the that section where these tech companies can be held liable or can have legal action against them for discrimination or for censorship or whatever. Cause as of right now, because of this little section in this um, communication decency act, Facebook, Google, all these big tech companies are being protected from being held liable as a publisher or they're being, they're being protected from being sued. Um, because of this special protection that they have in this. And so you can look it up. It's like I said, section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. You can look it up there. And this is what basically has been protecting the, um, these companies from um, having having any sort of legal action. Because that's that what I would like to happen. I want that to be amended to where... Uh, what is live action that was um, banned from Pinterest or, you know, Steven Crowder from YouTube. I, I mean, take your pick of any conservative out there that has been censored or just banned from these platforms. I'm not when when I, whenever this happens, I'm not calling for government regulation that, OK, because so and so has been banned. Um, well, the government needs to step in and regulate you know these platforms one they're a private company so that's one reason why I, i'm i'm against that another reason is that they it's um <clears throat> excuse me this um this section 230 needs to be amended to where whoever that person is can take legal action so i'm for that so if they would amend that to the point to where okay people you know, like I said, whether it's a, like I said, a live action or, or, um, you know, a prayer you, like they've been having their, um, 
videos demonetized and all that to give them the opportunity to take them to court, take YouTube to court over this or, and, um, and, and sue. That's what I would like to see happen because I think that's what, what we really need as far as, um, any of these cases actually. So that was my, <laughs> that was my, um, I guess my little bonus, I guess. Kind of like talking about Avengers. This is my little bonus section. You could ask four or five minutes for me to talk about that. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, so yeah, it's 50 minutes now. And okay. Yeah. It, it's, it's tempting now. I'm looking at how much time I have and I could just keep on talking, but I know I'm not going to do that to you because I value your time and I really am. if you're listening right now and you've gotten to this point, I appreciate I really do. I I know people say that and I'm not saying that they're not genuine in saying that, but I am saying myself, I am truly, you know, appreciative of people who are listening and people who, um, take the time to, you know, listen to the, the commentary of a truck driver here in West Memphis, Arkansas. So thank you so much for listening. Like, share, subscribe. Please like, share, subscribe. We are trying to grow. Like I said, we're doing some things behind the scenes that we can't wait to tell you about. And, but we're, we're working on those things. And, and as soon as we can make it public, we will. And, but in the meantime, uh, yeah, just help us grow this podcast, help us grow, you know, in general. Uh, five star reviews. I, I don't mention that enough, and I think I should because one thing I've noticed, uh, Apple is a real, um, is a big percentage of a lot of the listeners I notice in looking at the stats. So, uh, five star review on uh, whatever, however you're listening to this. If you're on trendchat247.com, give it a like, and wherever you're at, whatever the positive, um, the positive thing on that outlet is whether it's clicking a like or up or leaving a five star review, whatever that positive thing is, do that on that outlet. And so that, you know, that helps us out as far as getting known and getting exposure. So again, thank you for listening. And so until next week, which I'm trying to think, We'll probably have someone on next week, so I don't know who, but but until next week, we'll chat with you later.
Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700.